Mmm, that doesn't sound so good. I'm sick. As a dog. And chill. Hey, it's us, Nick and Keegs, your favorite Brooklyn bloggers. Brooklyn. From the heart of Brooklyn. It's us, and it's this. Here's a podcast for you happy now. Your favorite local news, all news, public birth-focused podcast about everything and about nothing. We're here to help you out of your worst dates, your most awkward parties. We're here to keep you informed. We are the Daily of Weird News. Also, please say gracias to us, because Ooh. we are doing you a service. Yes. Eight years of Spanish will do you. You learn how to say thank, thank you. you. Pretty good. Also, on that note, we're still not at the point where we can intentionally lose listeners, so we will not talk about iRams this week, but one day. We'll be back on iRams. And Brett Keating, we won't We won't fucking care about you. No. But today, please please keep listening. iWorms are still out there terrorizing yeah, there's, people. Yeah, right. And who's going who's gonna to fucking tell people? No one's reporting people? on that. No, no, yeah, no one is reporting on that. No one is reporting on that. Also, this episode... This episode was brought to you by... The little mouse living in our apartment. He's adorable. Yeah, I mean, it's... I originally thought it was a giant cockroach, and man, there's no better trade-off than giant cockroach for normal-sized mouse. Oh, easy. Easy Easy choice. Normal-sized mouse. The worst part... He lives in our oven. The worst part about it is there's no way to fix a situation without killing him. Do you think the oven issues are electrical due to wouldn't the mouse be, living in the oven? Wouldn't be surprised. That's my thought. Sometimes the oven works, sometimes it doesn't. It's I would the reckon that maybe around. the mouse is hitting the off switch when he's in there, which would make a lot of sense. Yep, the, inter- the internal off switch. When you turn on the oven and it doesn't work, it gets a little warmer. If you think about it uh, with a ratio, yep. the math term, that it kind of seems like it's perfect sauna for a mouse. temperature for a mouse. It's also winter, so he might even be like, this is the best this place to be. This is the best place in the world. I, if, he would actually be dumb to not live in the oven. If the mouse has turned on, has figured out how to turn on and off our oven, like then I'm not going to kill it. it. It deserves to live here with us yeah, forever. So far, we've seen so no far, so foul play. No, not He's at just all. living here. Like, isn't, maybe touch my bananas, right. but I forget about them. Anyway. We're going we're gonna to do this thing soon where we are, Nick has, we'll be nice. We'll give you one more week to catch this mouse. Yep. Nick uh, fakes a bunch of allergies, and so we haven't gotten a cat yet. But if the week goes by and Nick hasn't caught this mouse, hopefully alive, because if you kill it, we will have beef. That's, that's my thought. It's like I could get a bunch of mouse traps and probably catch this right. thing, except that I know right. the recourse. The recourse. If I kill it, right. Well, you guys are going to cry. A bunch, well, bunch of flower boys over well, here. Well, if, if you don't catch bunch it, bunch of pansies. If you don't catch it, then wanna, we're, we're getting a cat, and you and the cat are racing. And if the cat wins, it stays. If you win, you stay. I also want to put go on record that we saw the mouse the other day, and I snapped to action. I was ready for that guy. I went towards the danger. That's true. That's true. You scared him off. You've got to be a little more cautious than that. Fair. And also, speaking of danger... What's the theme? This episode is brought to you with a theme of things that we didn't know were dangerous that actually are dangerous. People keep forgetting that they're People dangerous. People f- keep forgetting. And uh, if in case you didn't notice, it's Friday today. We're mixing up the days. We told you. We told you we were going to switch days, but you didn't believe us. You didn't buy it. No one ever We are us. capable of change. We've done it many, many times, and we'll do it again. So there's no Bloodbringers update for you this week because we have not played basketball yet. Big game this weekend. Revenge tour. Revenge tour continues. We're going to get right into the stories this week. First story. A guy, a lion whisperer at that, takes a yeah. lion for a walk. It escapes. And... Yeah, the lion whisperer takes his lion for a walk. It escapes and just eats someone. That's... I mean, it's tough. If you're a lion whisperer, let me let me tell you what that means. That means that lions listen to you. Or at least I think that's what it means. I I, I didn't do a lot of research well, into it. I just seemingly that's what it meant. It, it, right, right. There's no quicker way to ruin your brand than to be of like lion whisperer than to have your lion run off and eat someone. Yeah, where was this? Uh, Africa. Uh, South Africa. It's either somewhere like where lions are natural animals. Or where or people it's are stupid. Las Vegas. Right. It's either <laughs> yeah. Vegas or like right. where lions live. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was where lions live. Yeah, yeah that's it was, fair. It's like a guy was taking the lion out for a walk. It saw the lion equivalent of a squirrel, which would be an impala. <laughs> took off after it, ran a mile, and, like, this is the part I feel really bad about, where it's just this, 
like this poor 22 year old young woman who's there to interview someone is standing outside her car and lion runs up and eats her that is brutal yeah super sad we're not for the record we're not making fun of her she did nothing wrong no it's funny she's a funny casualty she's a casualty of an idiot right that's what sucks she's a casualty of an idiot because there's no such thing as a lion that you can take for a walk it's true yeah i mean it's it's speaking things we didn't know were dangerous i thought that if you treated a lion like a dog it would act like a dog but apparently it is still capable of murder siegfried and roy Speaking of murder, a mom is calling for the end of mom wine culture because drinking alcohol leads to alcoholism. Um, Her argument is like being, for those of you that aren't familiar with mom wine culture, it is... There's no one. First of all, there's no one who isn't familiar with mom wine Okay, that's fair. Good. I'm glad... Explain it anyway. Well, it's like where moms... Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask this mom, it would be this mom who's asking for it to end. She would say that mom wine culture is moms using their kids as, as excuses to get drunk. Which seems a little harsh. I think I would describe it as moms enjoying a glass of wine while they put their burdens to bed. Yeah, it's Tammy Taylor and Friday Night Lights swirling right. around the wine glass. Right. It's like yeah. she's and had a tough day. Mm, and don't you dare. Don't take that away from don't Tammy. Don't you dare take Tam- it away Tammy from Taylor. Tammy. Arguably, maybe inarguably, the best TV show the mother of all time. The best TV show mother of all time. And also, maybe one of the top characters in general. Maybe. I mean, maybe. like Coach Taylor is up there as well, but on screen couples, Tammy. they are the best. Yeah, Coach Taylor is amazing. Coach Taylor is amazing, but that's, Tammy that show is, is Tammy. She is a saint. She's, she's a saint. She, oh man, she's a saint. You don't take her wine away. No, you don't. You don't do that. She's had a hard day being a guidance counselor, then principal, then, principal then guidance counselor of a of a not great school, not great school, picking it up, helping she, the kids. Yeah, like think of all the sacrifices she makes for her husband's career, for right. her children. Like, right. She wants a little relaxation. She wants a little. Yeah, she wants a little wine time. And like, let's be honest, people, moms, they're not working desk jobs. They're on the front lines of the shit. Oh, they're yeah. taking care of their little shits. Little, literally. Literally little pieces of shit flying out of yeah. of these pe- of these little like bags of organs. In fact, I forgot to tell you this. I'll pull, I'll pull it up now. Only Keegan can see it because it's on Instagram. I saw an Instagram story of a mom I know who is in Florida with her with her grandparent with mm. like the ch- her children's grandparents, mm. her parents, and was having a glass of white wine because one of her kids shit in the pool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that, the, the, you can't take that away from her. If if a glass, you put it great earlier. Yeah, there it if is. If you put, yep. When yeah, your I'm kid looking at shits it, guys. in the pool, and it's I'm a picture of it. white wine yep. in front of a white pool with a pool boy, a pool boy, cleaning out baby. Man, shit. Man, if only we had a sponsor that could Here buy us some video equipment and put us, uh, put us on the on the videos. Yeah, we're looking at you. Yeah, we're looking at you, Ooh, Brett Keating. Um, <laughs> um, but like you put it really well earlier. If swirling a glass of Pinot makes you feel good. After what you have to go through every day, and let's be clear, dads are doing the exact same thing. Oh, There's yeah. a whole dad whiskey culture or dad beer culture, whatever. It's like normal. It just is. I feel like it's more normalized. Yeah. Again, I'll tell another. And they do it in secret. I had a coworker who would say, "You'd say, where are you going home to see your wife and kids?" He'd say, "No, I'm going to the bar to have a single beer by myself and quiet before I go home and pop talk an Altoid. Right. Get yeah. home. Right. Oh, working late, honey. Sorry, I'm just trying to make it so that I don't snap. Yeah. Or the ultimate dads on the Metro North coming back to Westchester. Right. Everyone has a beer. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, you're getting ready. Work was easy. The real work starts now. Exactly. That said, we are not promoting alcohol. No, we are not. That's a thing. Big difference between having a glass of wine for putting Tommy to bed and Stacy missing the bus to school because you're passed out in the bathtub in a pool of vomit. This is my culture. Please respect it. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can... I think you can... think you can be... uh, in control of your actions enough to like take responsibility when you drink too much. Speaking of in control of your actions. Speaking in control of your actions. Family adopts a pig and it's like a rescue pig that basically this this shelter had like nursed it back to health. Oh, oh a rescue nursed, pig. A like, rescue pig, yeah. It like, doesn't like go out and rescue people. rescuing people. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We'll never know. And there's a we'll... cartoon character that I'll be writing no one take it from me. <laughs> no one take that idea. This could have been 
a pig that was rescued that would then grow into a rescue pig, the first rescue pot-bellied pig of its name. But what happened? But the family got overwhelmed with taking care of it, and so they ate it. Do they slaughter it themselves? Uh, yes. Brutal. Brutal. Although I give them credit for slaughtering it themselves. That's true, although I'll raise a counterpoint there. You think taking care of a pig is overwhelming? I can name something that seems a lot more overwhelming to me. That's, that's murdering an animal. True, true. I just taking also, care of human children. Also, yes, also taking care of human children. Also, how hard is it to take care of a pig? I am not the most qualified for yeah. this, but here's here are my first impressions of pigs. Very dirty. Yeah. Don't really need to bathe them. I think they, at most animals, other than dogs, which, you know, they bathe themselves. Yep. Eat, I, in my impression, they just eat mud. Right. Well, yeah, maybe not mud, but anything. They pretty anything. much eat they anything. Eat anything. They eat slop. Like, slop. That's just trash out of trash bags. Sometimes I feel like I eat slop. Sometimes I get worried. Yeah. I'm like, what I mean, the fuck am I eating? Pigs, pigs are really mastered. I went to dig in. This is just slop. It's pigs, just a bunch of shit in a pan. Pigs have really mastered the bachelor meal of just like, all right, I got some hummus. Uh, I got some I got some eggs I can, I can boil yeah. up. Uh, oh, carrots. Oh, I've got this frozen vegetables. I don't know who these belong to. Yeah, oh, hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce. We are, oh, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show. Yeah. It, I mean, that makes this story hit even harder where it's like it could have just yeah. as easily been me. I'm not sure I told you this. I actually do have some experience with this. I've researched what it's like to get a teacup pig, not a potbelly pig. Right. Because in my family, not to continue with anecdotes, but... You idiot. I know. Lobbied really hard after my dog died to get a teacup pig and name it the Notorious P.I.G. Nice. And my mom had two major complaints. One being, there's no such thing. Those pigs sometimes just get huge, which maybe is part of the overwhelming thing. And two, the much more bougie complaint. She doesn't want to hear hooves on the hardwood floor. Oh, yeah. I mean, God forbid. <laughs> that was her big thing. She's like, no way are we getting hooves on a hardwood shout floor. Shout out to Mama Patrillo. Yeah, you that's know. really like, it's, it's her in a nutshell. We're not scratching that shit up. Yeah. Um, no, the funniest thing this, I actually blogged about this, the funniest thing about pigs, teacup pigs, is that they're just baby pigs. They're just small pigs, They're just yeah. small pigs that eventually Sometimes grow up. They just grow up into big pigs. And, like, you got the little girl, usually the little girl who was psyched to get a little baby pig that yes. she could carry around. And suddenly, like, she's taking care of a 180-pound pig. pig. That's the thing. This family was not adopting a teacup pig. They knew exactly how big that pig was. I'll give them this. You can't name a pig a pot-bellied pig if you don't. Like, that name drips barbecue. True. Name drips barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just goes to that show. That name drips barbecue. Well, 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 needless to say, people, people, do, people were not psyched about this. People were not psyched. They found out because uh, one of the workers from the adoption facility went to check on the pig and That's found out it had been service. eaten. It is great customer service. And it just goes to show, like, eating kids is bad. Yeah. But eating an adopted kid is even worse. So Agreed. That's that's what I'll you say about that. You made this choice, right? You made this choice, and I used to just show that we didn't know hungry people were so dangerous. But right. hey, just a reminder: they're dangerous. They're dangerous. We get a whole thing into dog, a bit like making likeness to dogs. Pictures mm-hmm, are smart. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. You're right. Speaking of uh, dangerous, LeBron James. Ugh, I don't. Uh, come on. All right, you go. Then I'll go. Kid walks on to University of Central Florida campus. Uh, description: white, around six two, blonde hair, wearing a LeBron James. Uh, Miami Heat jersey, so he's an idiot. Yeah, he does the chalk move that LeBron James did, where he threw he threw the chalk in the air for uh, you sports ball fans. Shouts, I'm taking my talents to Miami. What a douchey thing! What to a do. douchey thing to do oh in God. Florida. That's funny to do in like Buffalo. Yeah, you can't do it in Florida. It's like Orlando to Miami, not an impressive. Did we yell change. that when we were going, when we went to Miami, which was a year ago today, by the way? Wow, wow. Or um, I'm sure we back. might have said something know. about South Beach. You know, yeah. being that we were staying in South Beach, greatest city in the world. greatest city in the world. Needless to say, he throws a powder in the air. Campus immediately shuts down by the FBI. Because 
because they think it's anthrax. Didn't know anthrax was still a major scare. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is something that the anthrax attacks of 2001 really ruined for us. You can't do anything anymore. No. You got to be careful where you bring your powdered donuts. You got to be careful. You can't imitate LeBron James. You got to be careful with your rock climbing yeah. track. You can't spill cocaine any- everywhere anymore. Like, we can't do anything. That's true. It's really ruined Between lives. the cocaine and the rock climbing chalk, we are shit out of rock. All of our activities. As white people. Yeah. You took all of the great activities that white people do and you just said, no more. That is like half of, I wonder if like how many Brooklyn boys are like, oh man. Oh man, can't go rock climbing anymore. Can't go rock climbing and do coke. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like those powdered donuts we love so much. It's true. I mean, it's a major. Like mimic LeBron James. So, I mean, what was your, did you have a take on that? Not LeBron's fault. Well, okay. I mean, it's his move. It was his move. Mm, now it's being copied. <laughs> I'm going to say is that kid might have thought LeBron is throwing anthrax. Um, and I'm not going to give you a chance to argue against that. That'd Speaking of giving you a chance, guy checks his bags. They get damaged. He posts an angry Facebook message. The world spins madly on. I mean, this is just, it's like the cir- it's a circle of life. This yeah. happens a couple times a year. Someone's bags get damaged. They post a really angry thing that goes viral. Yep. Everyone forgets about it. It happens again. Yeah. It is the easiest way to go viral, I think. Oh, airlines, again, we're back to airline travel being it's a major wow. theme It's of everywhere. This. It's everywhere. We're getting better yeah, at hiding Yeah, I mean, it. like, at this point, I'm almost ready to come out in favor of the airlines. Ooh, we're issuing a decree right now. If you check your bag, you're, you're, you're a fucking idiot. You are giving and yourself up. You're, it's not, it's First of your all, fault. They have incredible metrics. They are super good about checking bags. Like, they do not, most reputable airlines don't really lose bags. Mm. It's not that hard. Right. Well, yeah. I think that's a complaint. I think that's a complaint. Yes, that is the complaint. It shouldn't be lost. That said, if you're taking that risk of not having your bag with you, you're an idiot. It's a Pandora's box of terrible things that can happen. Why are you even giving yourself the option to lose your shit? Right. It's a Pandora's box. It's like you go from either bringing your bag with you on the plane. Yep. Or worst case, you you hang on to it until they pry it from your, your hands. From and being like, I'm not going to lose my bag. That's the last bag. That's the last. That's the strategy. Right. It's like no one has ever stolen a bag from an airplane. Yeah, true. Right. Except for maybe this woman who's stowing away. Except for maybe the the woman who's stowing away. I mean, but it just this is not rocket science. It's not new. It's been it's a tale as old as time. If you check a bag, you are asking for inconvenience on every level. Shit's gonna get broken. Shit's gonna. I've had a bag lost. It happens. Baggage claims are going to get backed up. It is something to avoid at all costs. And I'm ready to, to decree that if you check your bag, you can no longer complain about what I happens. Like that to you're it. decreeing, like you're like you're like this a, is yeah. like a king. No, 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 we're decreeing. We're just, just like 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 we're yeah. like we're like 14th yeah. century who, royalty. Who me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are decreeing this. If you from now on, it's your fault. I don't want to see one more viral video about or viral rant about bags that got damaged. The number of like sad musicians I've seen. Like shouting out their airplane window as that baggage handler tosses the guitar case labeled "fragile" onto the tarmac, is I mean, it it's just something I look forward to now. Yeah. Of baggage handlers look at the words "fragile" like I look at the written language of Russia. Right. Could get not pronounce it. Face. Could not pronounce oh, it if I tried. Ground. Yeah. Oh, d- default. Like get that thing on the plane. Yep. Let me work with my next bag. Next bags. Speaking of next bags. No bags. No clothes. Nudists. Perfect transition. Boom. Keegan. Boom. Nudist Colony is mad because they are not getting their mail delivered to them. I mean... I don't even know how I feel about this. Well... It's a choice. It's a choice to be nude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's also... Their whole thing is like there's a there's a creed. There's a there's a male creed. It's like that creed is unofficial, first yeah, of all. Yeah, first, yes. First of all. And like it doesn't say... It says wind, rain, sleet, snow. It does not say a thing about Keep lots it. of dicks swinging around. True. That's a game changer. 
Like, if I were delivering, I would rather face a, you face a pit bull, you face, like, a mischievous child. Imagine the kid who's, like, lacing, I don't know if kids do putting this. pipe bombs put in the mailbox. Pipe bombs in the mailbox, yeah. you know, anthrax in the mailbox. Off, yeah, put, off put, the mail, you know, putting, mail people's hands. putting anthrax in the envelopes, yeah. you know, Killing just, like, harmless fun. Yeah. Um, like, I can deal with a little mischief, yeah. but if you're asking me to walk into a colony, especially, like, I don't know, on a 6-7 guy. Like, I probably am the most comfortable walking... You, like, got dick-shouldered in college. Yeah. Probably the most comfortable guy to walk into a room full of dicks. If, like, I don't know. Any other circumstance, even in that circumstance, you are, like, you're delivering this in a nudist colony, you can hand me the form I fill out to resign from being a mailman. Yeah, yes. I'd probably do it. But then again, those are the kind of situations I like. True. Well, you But you have a choice. True. You, you should know? need to have a choice. You need to have a choice. You right. can't be like, this, sorry, this it's, is your it's route. The, they're, they, right. There's a, a male... It's on a male woman's route, and which I think is the right... Male woman, I don't know. Male person. Um, it's her route. She refuses. She knows it's a nudist colony. She refuses to go. Oh, even the fact that it's a... Like, yeah. even the fact that it's a woman changes things. Like Totally. Right. Yeah. Like, Not allowed. If she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't do it. She doesn't do it. Penises shouldn't be Penises forced Penises shouldn't upon be forced upon anybody. Ever. ever. And Men too, but I'm saying right, it's like... Right. Know. It's like... it's. I don't know. It's also like you could put on clothes for... An hour, go yeah. drive and get your mail. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Being a nudist doesn't mean right. You're never. never oh, like if clothes touch me, I'll die. It's right. also like, sure. Let's say the creed is official, right? Mm-hmm. And like, this is an exception to the creed of yeah. like, oh, they're using an excuse. You're an exception to people, public indecency. Totally. So I don't know. Clothe up. Don't be a danger to people. Right. Oh, so I guess things we didn't know that are forgot that are dangerous that are dangerous are nudists. Guys with dicks ends up they're pretty dangerous. Oh, interesting. Mm. Interesting. Thought. All right. men are dangerous. All men, all men are dangerous, including us. A little dangerous. A little bit dangerous. And there's some other stuff that's dangerous that you don't think about as much. That's true. Jared Kushner has a lower security clearance than the White House calligrapher. And if you have any pride as a politician, which, again, I didn't really consider Jared Kushner in the first place, uh, this yeah, can't happen. He's more of like a billionaire playboy right. hot guy. He's like an oligarch. Is that yeah. right? Oligarch yeah. is like the... Oligarch. Uh, yeah. Well, he was. Now I think you have to be involved in politics. You have sure. to have a higher security clearance than just, the White House calligrapher. Yeah. Now he's just the one percent. Right, it's bad. I mean, I guess he's still an old. He still works there. Right, he still. I guess. Yeah. What does he do though? Like, I don't, right. know, who I don't think he can do anything. Then again, everyone's asking, "What does he really do anyway?" Like, right. What's it's, his job? It's true. Why is he doing foreign policy? But now it's like the guy who's writing name tags for dinner parties and like has the White House calligrapher has to ask. It's also a woman has to ask Patricia. So the lady who's writing name tags for everyone who has to ask every dinner guest, "Hey, what's your nickname? Yeah. Do you want your real name put on this card or not?" Has is more trusted with national secrets than you are, Jared Kushner. And Good. I'll tell you what, you can't sleep on the White House calligrapher, all right? For all of us out there that thought the White House calligrapher was a gentle creature, a nerd, if you will, a White House nerd, a White House schmeeb, the White House yeah. person who's good at handwriting. The la- real laughing stock in don't, the back rooms. Don't yeah. sleep on the White House calligrapher. Because let me tell you this, White House calligrapher, handwriting's attractive, right? Oh, yeah. Mister, The White House calligrapher is going to be uh, White House Mrs. Steel, yo girl. Like, watch out Ivanka. Because White House calligrapher coming in hot. Handwriting super attractive, right? It's an attractive quality. We might be the last generation to think that, right? Because we came from handwriting touch, but maybe not. not. I hope it's But maybe it's not. It could be like an archaic thing that's that's super hot. Yeah. Right? Well, exactly. Me too. It's like every person I date, kiss, cuddle, I have to like give a disclaimer, right? Just like, hey, I uh, really dig you. Um, But you'll never see the written word from me. I, when I write things, it looks like... I'm having a stroke. Yeah. And I'm struggling against the brain hemorrhage and God's will to finish this note. You know? I literally think yeah. I look like a stroke victim in rehab trying to scribble notes. I have a feeling on my that right like side. I could never I kinda like it because I feel like I could never be ID'd by it. That's fair. Yeah, it's it'll always change. Every single time. Yeah. I can't write the same letters twice. I, 
Yeah, I think mine has just been the same since third grade. Yeah, I we both suck. So yeah, White House Kluger you slept on her. That was your fault. She's dangerous. She's going to be Mrs. Mrs. Ivanka Trump. Love it. Boom. Speaking of, you know, like some, some romance and We're some in, sexiness. Uh, in my brain of the week. In my brain of the week. Keegan had a misconnection. I and did. he went on Craigslist and told the world about it. I'm proud of you. First of all, I'm proud went, of you for doing that. I went analog. I mean, you can't... You can't... <laughs> went analog on Craigslist. <laughs> can't make a claim that people are going to start going analog. And you can't make fun of misconnections like we did on Valentine's Day. Yep. Great episode a couple weeks ago. Go back and check it out. Awesome episode. You guys check it out. You can't do that and then have it happen to you which is the blogger's curse like if I was just another guy ranting about this it would have been one thing but the fact that I wrote in the blog misconnections are for losers yep. it makes sense that I would then encounter the most obvious misconnection of them all yeah explain it though it yeah like, I mean yeah. I don't know I was like walking down the street looked up from my phone pretty young lady was smiling at me I smiled back usually this is like in New York where you kind of look opposite directions right we didn't I think I was pretty disoriented and like didn't have my glasses on yep uh, I think she I don't know what she was doing and then basically we like walked by each other in an intersection and I was like, that was super weird. Right. Usually, you know, someone's cowering in fear by this point. Yeah, or no like, one makes eye contact. Right. No, one, no, no, no. Right. No one says hi. No. And so I kind of turn around to like see if I was dreaming slash maybe look at her butt. And she also turned around the exact same time to see if she was dreaming slash maybe look at my butt. And Your we butt. like made eye contact, both kind of like smiled, looked away. And I was, I suddenly, and I texted you. I was like, this is really flustered happens. me because I, I, now I'm now I'm a loser. Right. But uh, but yeah. So I wrote a misconnection. So like now I'm now I'm that guy. I'm I, thinking about it because I just think about like those moments, right? Right. Well, to get on a on a more serious, slightly profound note, God forbid, is the Craigslist misconnections pages for having made a lot of fun of it. I haven't spent a lot of time on it, and I was talking to my roommate about it. It's kind of a crazy place of obviously super shallow most of the time. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's so tilted towards men for a woman, where it's like, right. oh, I saw you on the train, like the stuff we talked a lot of shit about. Yeah. Um, of what not to do. But there's also this aspect of it where it's like people who are writing to like ex-loved ones or loved ones they've lost or et cetera. And it's like this act of putting putting this note out, into, cool. out into the universe, out yeah. into the void, just like so that it exists. Like no one will see it. These things get deleted. I've it's a message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. So that was way too profound for the show. We'll cut that out later. Yeah, please cut it out. Uh, Rational Fear of the Week. What's yours? Um, probably just the idea that a lion could escape from a zoo and kill me at any moment. I could get hit by a car at any moment. This, you know, basically just like dangerous all around us at all times. Yeah. And I just have like, I don't think about that too often at all. Right. I do stupid things. Lots I live pretty yeah. freely, I, I would say, in terms of free from fear. Free spirit, free spirit. I'm a free spirit. I yeah. got that tattooed on my butt. Right. All sorts of stuff. And then every once in a while I'll be reminded like, oh yeah. Death is all around us. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Every no. day you dodge death over and over again. Over and over again. And yeah. everyone you love dodges death over and over again. Yeah. My mom my mom raised me by just saying, I, one of you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Yeah. That changes your life view. And she's right. My van, that leads to my worst fear, or rational fear, which yeah. is like, I don't know, just getting hit by a bus with an incomplete text message. It's a real scary one for this me. This is like one of my favorite key messages <laughs> ever. That, like, the, that is the big fear. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, I think, you know. Not it's saying like a, the it's, unsaid. Is, is super deep. So thanks for fucking bringing that out now. Speaking of... Super, I love that quality in you, for hey, the record. Hey, thanks, man. It's, it's really nice. Um, this is taking a real you, turn. You guys should also listen to this podcast, um, because I'm a really really cool guy. Speaking of check out, Butterfly Effect of the Week. Mom's wine culture gets tossed to the wayside, and you were... You, let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of miserable children out you there. You thought death was you close You thought death was now. close then, yeah. You thought that was your worst fear? Yeah. No, no, no. Mama Bear's got a whole new meaning when Mama's not drinking. Oh, man. All right? Oh, man, I don't even want to think about it. Like, I don't know. I feel like mom wine, maybe, how long has mom wine culture been around? It's a truly culture. 
Right, because that's the thing is, I don't remember mom wine culture being such a huge thing when I was being grown up. Maybe it's because my mom was really sick at it. Yeah. I had the sickest mom at wine culture. She's good. Much sicker than your mom. Dude, um, I'm sick at wine culture. My mom is... My mom's not that sick at wine <laughs> my, my mom isn't either. What if it's she like had pretty, been? Right. So that's the question is, is, is this something that is, that we're just noticing how awesome it is? Because like now I feel like my mom... Or yeah. And my stepmom and my mom are both into wine culture. Right. It may have been that we just didn't culture. notice because we And were so maybe kids. it seems more relaxing now. And I'm like, man, it would have right. been great to have fucking been raised when yeah. you were drinking, mom. Right. And dope. I would have been out past curfew so much more. Oh, man, it would have been great. Moment that, yeah, moment that, yeah, you were also yeah. just like passed out. Right. My mom was up. Yeah, no way. You're going to make it through the bodega sandwich and the Netflix show <laughs> and be up to see me back from, exactly. <laughs> from my date. Because <laughs> exactly. my parents act the same way that I do. Penalty box of the week. I'm gonna. Uh, I gotta be the one to say. That's it. fine. Yeah, it's you, Keegan. Yeah. You're in the penalty box well, this week. According to, yeah, according to Craigslist, that's that's true. Your misconnection was truly a misconnection. You could have connected. That's true. I t- and I talked a ton of shit beforehand. I'll take this one. Yeah. And at Craigslist. I've also been getting a lot of emails from Craigslist, not from the girl I saw. This is so obviously funny. because no one checks Craigslist. But I've gotten a bunch of messages that are a mix of like. First, they started off like, oh, hope you get the girl. Most recently, I've been getting a lot of ones that have been like, should have just talked to her, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's that time of the week. Thematic movie of the week. We've touched on a lot of usual themes this week, so we want to mix it up. It's, it's 47, 47 meters down. down. Oh, the most thematic movie with no themes we have ever seen in our lives. Yeah. Nick didn't even see the whole thing. Nick saw I've the last 40 minutes of it. I've legitimately seen 40 minutes of that movie. Like, <laughs> we talked through most of it. Yeah. We had to rewind the movie. Here's oh, the but thing. amazing. I feel like I know everything about it. And it ties perfectly into every theme. This week being, man, who'd have thought that that boat was dangerous? Who'd have thought? So many parts of the movie where it's like, this is dangerous. Shouldn't leave the cage. Danger. That's the whole thing about the movie. It's like, it's like oh, imagine Guess shark cages that are about to break on, like, uncharted boats run by douchebags are dangerous. Who would have known? This is so many dangerous things in it. Men. Oceans. Men, <laughs> Oceans. men, men away from authority. Yeah. Men away from authority, exactly. Probably men with uh, uh, kind of misplaced importance on their authority. True. Sharks. We shouldn't call the Coast Guard. We should handle this <laughs> we ourselves. We should handle this ourselves. Let's just send this. That's the funny thing. They send, like, fucking... Uh, like, uh, who's the guy, like Javier, they sent Javier down with a spear gun <laughs> to like Javier? 47 meters down to like, drop an oxygen tank. Yeah, fuck that, boss. <laughs> I'm not dr- Yeah, just dive to the bottom of the ocean floor where this shark, where this cage went. Uh, you know, like, ocean's super dangerous. Yeah, I mean, everything Just a, just a, a finite oxygen supply. You'll be hard-pressed to find me somewhere with a finite oxygen supply. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Elon finite Musk. supply of oxygen, this room is getting hot. What's the... Um... There's an interesting yeah, feeling like, here. Yeah, you're like a, a, a dissonance out there somewhere. It's room tone. <laughs> there are times where I just want everyone to just shut the fuck up when we do room tone. And it's like crazy when you live with four guys and you haven't found out how to kill two of them yet. It's like there's just a lot of just chat. The voices, the voices never fucking stop. Yeah. Well, fuck. That was a great episode. A lot That's of fun. probably my favorite moving episode this ever. Back, moving this back to Thursday nights. Feels we're having good. a good time. Feels really good. Nick, thanks a lot for doing this, man. You come thanks back for a long day at work. You know, I, we're burning the midnight oil here. We're going to get this episode out to you by tomorrow. This, no music. This is Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Nope. Are you? Mm, no. No. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.